Welcome to Inspire Reads with Inspire Entertainment. We've actually reached a milestone of four months and reading 18 books in 16 weeks, which is, you know, a very big milestone for us. And obviously we wouldn't be here without the support that you guys have shown us and all the love that you guys have done, obviously bringing us up and helping us out with, you know, interactions, with suggestions and feedbacks, you know, hitting us up in Curious Cat, letting us know what you guys think, which we deeply appreciate. Um, so for those that haven't, uh, for whatever reason, if you could give us, you know, some ratings, uh, subscribe to our iTunes, same thing with SoundCloud, uh, just show us more love for basically to, for, you know, to encourage us to keep continuing on. And uh, with that, I'd like to say thank you. Black people don't read. Black Reading is fundamental. Get a book, man. Get the great stories. The great thing about reading is that it broadens your, your life. You know, we all live our lives, but I think a reader lives a hundred other lives. Welcome back to Inspire Reads with Inspire Entertainment. I'm your host, Mohammed, joined by Michael Shamaki and our new member, Yasin. You're going to say hi, or you're going to be quiet the whole time. How <laughs> <laughs> you guys doing? I'm excited to be part of the podcast. It's yeah. been a long time. Should have been there sooner, but yeah, no, yeah, he's been, we've been trying to get him every week. But yeah, every week he's, he's a slippery snake. <laughs> <laughs> slippery snake, man. Always, always escaping, <laughs> eluding us. <laughs> but yeah, so we're back with a new episode. Today we're going to be talking about a few different things, and the, the book of the week will be "Children of Blood and Bone" by Tommy Adi, Tommy Adiemi. You know the ones when, you, when the substitute teachers come in and butcher the names. So I almost did that. <laughs> I, I, was, I was very close. I was like, yeah, this guy, very, oh very my good. God, shut up. Oh, God. And then it's just like, oh, no. Shamaki, that's it. Mm. Well, yeah. Um, you want to talk about mostly the other events you've been to? <clears throat> Shamaki's been to quite a few events. He's rapping the set. I'm like, me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the other one that says that's always good too. I'm like, I'm like the guys that, I'm the guy that books the event, everything. I, I didn't turn up. They <laughs> literally paid the ticket. Uh, yeah, the mostly lit one was, uh, it was very, it was very good. The way that the whole event and stuff played out. Um, I was, I was sort of like, like on a fence just to see like what would happen, like how it would play out, what type of like sort of podcast that they would be offering obviously because it's live but the way that it was was they were essentially opening it up like they were talking to everyone uh, as a whole and the audience was proper getting involved and stuff like that and the topics that they brought up of like um, a, a book that was called British British yeah yeah British with like the ish part in like uh, uh, brackets brackets yeah let's say colons um yeah, was, they were talking about that and seeing how, and just talking, sort of reflecting on that, like if they felt British after all these years being here, if they still felt like as if they had connection. Uh, like a connection elsewhere. Mm. Um, and just on that point, do you guys feel like you're, you're British? Well, yes, or you feel British? <clears throat> So, so on the no, I was, I was thinking about I was thinking about this earlier because you know there's always these arguments on Twitter. Uh, Somali's yeah. black or uh, East Africans black. Uh, mm. uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a Kwandan, isn't it? So, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kwandan, you know. Well, yeah. Well, so you're not British, you're Kwandan. Well, I'm Kwandan, man. I, I claimed it. I claimed myself. Yeah, that's what language do they speak? Huh? <laughs> what language do they speak? Oh, oh God! This guy, he must he must be British. I say you confirm he's British. 
imagination that speaks and clicks. Yeah, it's, that is what. It's, it's, it's Kosane, Co- I think, the language. Kosa. Yeah, that's a South African thing, I think. But uh, oh that's the. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because Trevor Noah said. Yeah. Understood that, so. Yeah. All my South African Trevor Noah. Yeah. My name is not. Oh God, I'm gonna stop. Do you? If you don't feel like British, where do you feel like you belong? Listen, there's a lot of interesting things about that because. Uh, me especially, I got I got a different slightly different background from you guys, <laughs> so it's even more difficult for me because <clears throat> I, I have two different sides of my family that have uh, different ways of thinking, different cultures and things. Yeah. Okay. So uh, do you I, identify I, as British? Stop trying to evade. I don't British. identify as British. Okay. Could you but elaborate? Because uh, <laughs> the thing is, with your like, for example, for me, if it's like you're not British, mm. if well, you don't feel British, then, it's like, then, then, you, then it's like Somali. It's Somali. It? But the thing is, I went to Somalia and I didn't really. Obviously, Somali. it's like the, you're like welcomed by the family and stuff yeah. like that, but you don't really feel like you're part of the culture. But do you think that's because you only went there once? Obviously, uh, I think so. Because I was reading an article about well. someone. So the, actually, the mostly lit host three. Um, she wrote an article about their, all these diaspora kids and how they lose touch with their home and yeah. where's home, blah, blah, blah. And then she, at the end, she like proposed a solution that like, you just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going until you get to a point where you're actually really yeah. comfortable and your language is on point and then you'll feel like you have a, a home somewhere at least. Yeah. But That's what she was saying. She was also saying to, to speak the language as well. Yeah. Because yeah. um, a lot of people, like a lot of families when they come here, they sort of to give their what she was saying was to give their children like a good um, like a chance in this country they don't really t- teach them the, their language they teach mm. them English um, you think so? but I don't, I don't really so. think that would help kind of them you think so? that yeah. much I, I don't think so I think I learned, my, I think I learned English purely from, from school yeah that's the thing so no, cause that's what the argument sort of was was like um it depends on like your your parents. So, like, my mom, she was pretty much raised. She came home when she was six, so I was pretty much speaking um, English in my house. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I could I could take I could take my mom. I wouldn't be bad my like parents even and stuff. Mm. I think London is my home because I, I grew up here and I, that will never change. <coughs> but uh, I can't say I feel like totally, totally at home because the way people see us mm. and the way people treat us differently, essentially. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. You? Yeah. yeah so and, I, yeah. and I don't think like as time progresses, I don't think we're we're going anywhere in terms of change. Mm. It's becoming more and more cultural. You could argue that, but nah, nah, that, nah that progression is fake. Nah, it's it's, it's, it's fake progression. Man. Mm. But yeah, uh, there's a lot. Of, there's always debates on that, uh, and the, the whole East African are they black thing. Uh, that's a, Ooh, that's a, that's I, a I, I don't even talk about that because you know what it is yeah. All these people love talking about these kind of things, yeah. Mm. But when it when it comes to real issues, they're always spearing like with Casper. Like, where, where, where's the, they where's the where black, they where's the black lives matter supporters? Where yeah. that? Nah, when there's a real issue, <laughs> where are they at though? Yeah. Um, yo, 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 you about to drink my drink there? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put his mic. <laughs> Oh God, so him reach over there with his eyes. We have the same drink. We have the same drink, same taste, but same saliva. <laughs> Hell no. But yeah. yeah but I, I just want to know how that argument came about. What black thing? The whole have you seen some of the comments? Black, yeah. Nah, it's just 
because of the features. Yeah, yeah literally, it's, most it's of them totally, say it's because of the features. Yeah, but like the Basically, thing is, even in Somalia, a lot of people have the same features. Yeah, like a lot of people look. Abilities. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people look like West African. And then they they generalize East Africa as well. They don't think about the Zimbabwe is in East Africa, Uganda is in East Africa, Wakanda is in East Africa. Thank you for shouting my people. I looked at him when I said it as well. But these people have like totally different features from like Somalis, Eritreans, Ethiopians. Yeah. yeah. And Somalis obviously have that variety themselves. So my, my skin color and your skin color, his skin color, all different uh, facial features even. <clears throat> but yeah, most of them is just ignorance basically. And uh, then you have the word black itself and the N word and all that stuff. Uh, people uh, people would just say it's a social construct. Some people say it's a social construct and some people actually identify it as their race. And I, this is the thing, I don't care. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, we're all seen as black by, by non-black yeah, people. Yeah. That's, that's the funny thing. Yeah, so so like that's very unlikely to change in the next couple of hundred years. So it doesn't matter whether you're black or not. At the end of the day, it's how you're seen, that you're, is, is how you're going to be treated. Yeah. If you tell a, uh, tell a white man, I'm not black, yeah. uh, stop, stop talking to me like I'm black, yeah? Like, what, <laughs> they they don't care, man. You're black, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm white. And you're you, you are, mate. Yeah, that... that, that <laughs> you, you, come, come again. Huh? That deep institutional, like... You that deeply engraved racism mm. is, is, is not going to change. It hasn't changed for 400 years. So why is it going to change now? Like, so it's not going to change anytime soon, to be honest. Like no matter how many people protest against that, in my opinion. I feel like West Africans should stop like defining Africa as a whole, like African people as a whole, like by their own standards in yeah. terms of like physical features and stuff. Because yeah. we all look different. Yeah, Moroccans, Egyptians, they're all part of Africa as well. Yeah, Wakandans. You keep saying Wakandans. <laughs> I said Moroccans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> saying words in my mouth. African brothers. <laughs> Moroccans or Wakandans, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, I found the funniest picture of, of a black man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the, the funniest picture of yeah. What's the DP? Yeah, nah, nah. The white, black, the white, oh, the, yeah. the white trailer. You wait to talk about this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the funniest picture of someone painted a, uh, uh, someone painted uh, basically Black Panther, but he's a white guy wearing a costume. I was oh my god. <laughs> if Black Panther saw this, oh god, outrage! There is <laughs> absolutely hilarious. But yeah, um, I think that. That, that relates to the book later on, we'll talk about that. But for now, um, I was going to talk about a random thought I had of the week. I was listening to another podcast earlier, and they were talking about them situations where someone, like, has a, like, they have some kind of, like, panic attack or have a ventilation or they collapse in public or whatever. Like, do you feel, like, really, like, personally, most of the time, I feel helpless when I see that. I, I do what I can. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I try and go help them, give them, offer them water or whatever, mm-hmm. and then... But most of the time, I'm just standing there. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, do you ever, do you ever have those situations happen to you? It's yeah. like, like you don't actually know what to do. And I was thinking about how they teach you how to deal with these things in school, yeah. and and like how many people do you think have died because in those moments of hesitation, no one knew what to do. Yeah, like, you call the ambulance or whatever. But like those moments in between, mm. like how many people died because of that? I feel like it should be like because um, in primary school, I think most of us done. Um, a bit of first aid, yeah, and then after that you don't see it again unless like you do some kind of medicine. I feel like it should be an obligation on people to sort of like go out there and and sort of seek first aid training and stuff. So mm. because many times you might find yourself not if it's someone you don't know, maybe a family member in a type of situation, and you don't want to be helpless because a lot of the times ambulance response times. I think last year there was um this was, bringing out averages. Yeah, 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 there was a study. Yeah. Oh, so um <laughs> this <laughs> this is during one of the busiest periods. So obviously you know. Oh whoa. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what cool. 
it's mainly towards the, like, the end of the year, so like the winter. Is that academic year or is, huh? it, is that academic year or the calendar year? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so eat relax. <laughs> <laughs> so um, during uh, during that that sort of time period, um, the NHS was going through a lot of struggles because they cut the budget and stuff. Yeah. So the general response times for ambulance and stuff was um, an hour and a half. Mm. So a lot. An of people, hour and a half. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And so yeah, I feel like people should go out there and seek. There's a lot of um, places that do. Yeah, free, yeah. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> Uh, I was going to say something, but I forgot. But, so, uh, yeah, Shemak, any thoughts on that? I was trying to remember what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, one time um, I actually did see someone, like, sort of go, like, collapse. Mm. <clears throat> but a uh, good thing was that she was with, she was, like, she had her arms around the shoulders of two other people around her. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, quick to, like, I don't know, I wouldn't say resuscitate her, but, like, quick to, sort of, Start a situation. Yes. Deal with it. Deal with it, yeah. Because mm. I was like, I remember I was, it was like in Holborn and I was just walking and then just in front of me she like, like just fell backwards almost. Mm. And then um, they, they picked her up, they quickly put her to one side and then they they did what they had to do. And I was in my head. That sounds morbid. Like. No, I'm in the water. They took her out she, so she doesn't have to feel any more pain. Oh, God. <laughs> No, they just they just helped. quickly. <laughs> God, no, she they just literally like took her over to one side and then yeah. helped her out. Mm. And then I was just thinking, well, imagine if those guys weren't there, she just fell backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was just on the floor. Imagine I got one story to tell. It's, like, it's one of the nicest things that's happened to me before. <clears throat> so I'm 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 driving um, from gym or something. I was coming back home from the gym. It's about like nine p.m. or something, and then my brother called me to come pick him up. So. Uh, and then I go to pick him up, and then, like just as I'm calling him to to ask him where he, uh, to ask him exactly where he is, <clears throat> he's uh, he, he goes to me like there's some guy on the, there's some guy on the road who's who's fallen down and he's like he's not breathing. Like, his friend, I saw his friend run off to to help to go to the shops try and get someone to help, yeah. and like uh, he's not breathing properly. And then my brother was, like was there with them was with, with him, so I'm like driving my car like mad, I'm like speeding to my my brother to see what's going on, and then. I see this guy on the floor, and then, uh, like he's literally, he's like, he's like, <laughs> like, yeah. like proper struggling to breathe in it, and he's like collapsed on the floor. And I, d- I had no idea like what to do. Yeah, I was, I was in shock. I was like, yo, like what's going? On? I, I had no idea what to do. And then in my head, like the the hospital, there's a hospital like five minutes away in it. So I go, to, uh, I'm like, let me just drive him to the hospital, like real quick to the A and E. And then his friend comes out, out of nowhere, and then I give him like water. And stuff. I, t- I put him in my car, and they, 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 one, the guy that that, that um, the guy that collapsed, he couldn't even speak English. Mm. So I didn't know what he was saying. Like we had to communicate sign language and stuff. And then his, his his friend comes, and he he could speak a little bit of English. So I take him to the hospital, innit? Mm-hmm. And then the whole time the guy's in the back of my car, and he's like almost dying. Like I like, can like. How, he, how was he afterwards? Nah, when he got to the hospital, he calmed down. Like, oh, okay. uh, they were, I, I was like, "Yo, what would have happened if I didn't? If I wasn't there, and and what would have happened if I just called the ambulance and waited?" Like, yeah. At that moment, I was in my car, and I was like, "My instinct is just get him hospital. Hospitals like five minutes away. Uh, yeah, it was just it was just the maddest thing." But I was like, "If that happens again in the future, I'm like, I'm not driving or whatever. I, I wonder like, what would I do? It, it, it's just it's just a mad situation. Yeah. So." That's what that's what I thought about when I was when I was listening to that podcast earlier and like how they were talking about these situations. But yeah, um, let me go. 
um, into the next section. So, because we have a new member, well, he says he's going to be a new member. Let's <laughs> see <laughs> <laughs> if he turns up every week. Oh, he's got he's got to do an initiation initiation because okay, yeah initiation. yeah you know our thing is the challenge segment we 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 try and do a challenge every now and then to to test our wit <laughs> a battle of the wits and I'm joking but um we so yeah we we've we've got to think of a challenge for him real quick and make him do it what do you think I think he should be going through the same thing that. Well, not the same thing, but uh, the last challenge that we did. Mm. Uh, the arm challenge. Forfeit, yeah. Okay. It's right. a challenge. By the way, Shimaki lost the challenge and he did do his forfeit. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever. I basically <laughs> made him eat a whole piece of garlic with a, like seasoning on it, like paprika, cumin, and cinnamon, and stuff. And like garlic powder as well. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a video that, that I only showed to some some people that are <laughs> involved with the podcast. Like Yasin, who was involved in that episode and the, and the group chat <laughs> with friends. But yeah, I'm not going to release that in public. But yeah, the forfeit was very mad. <laughs> I don't think he enjoyed it. He said he was he, he had the taste of garlic in his mouth the next day as well. Yeah, no, no that was filthy. <laughs> it was such a bougie thing. It was like one slice of garlic and then he put it in the middle of like some big plate and then there was like he bon added appetit. he added um, paprika <laughs> some <laughs> garlic the powder yeah he did his forfeit so yeah don't, don't worry these challenges they have their <laughs> they have their circumstances <laughs> if he doesn't do it well I can't wait to punish him <laughs> I mean, oh boy, I, thor- I thoroughly enjoyed filming that video of Shimaki Egan Gun. <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed that. Uh, I, wanted, I wish I could show it to the public, but I won't do you like that. Yeah, we, we love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I is going to do his challenge and, and we're going we're gonna to okay. give him a forfeit as well. Okay, challenge time, challenge time, challenge time. Yeah. Challenge. So, you're going to do the arm challenge. So, you're going to have to give a speech and then in one minute. I'm going to give you a selection of words, and then you have to pick from these words and. Uh, you're gonna to have to do all the speech on it for one minute. If you say, um, let's say three, more than three times, yeah, and then he's he, that's it. You forfeit. You're off the podcast as well. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Not coming back. Okay. All right. So what we do? So because uh, we're essentially reading the book, uh, Children, Children of Blood and Bone, and it's gonna be from one of one of those. Uh, so either children, yeah. blood, or bone. I have to pick one. Yeah, quickly. Yeah. Okay, children. Children? Yeah, kids. Oh. I love kids, man. Oh, well, well. Are we starting? You're on camera. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording right now, bro. Okay, cut this fuck Okay, children. When do I go? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me get my time off. Oh, off really? like that. Okay. <laughs> Everyone wants kids. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Children. <laughs> so children are the cornerstone okay. of every civilization. But <laughs> <laughs> are okay. Children, they're precious. I want to have a whole basketball team, football team, like nineteen of them. And yeah, I just I want to train them. I want to give them the strength of the Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, I got that. That was the first one. Okay. Um, what's on? How long's the speech? Just, uh, 
It's all right. <laughs> you're, on, you're on two arms. I, I, no, I, I said one. <laughs> no, you're on two, mate. Huh? I would go. It's one day. Okay. You got ten more seconds. So wrap it up. So children, they're precious. They, some of them are really naughty. Like, oh, oh, yeah, bless, bless, bless. Okay. Alright, that's it. Time up, man. That's it. You have to do the forfeit. That was that was perfect. That was perfect. We'll talk about it off camera. That was absolutely pathetic. If you guys, if you guys think you should do a forfeit, that was no. I think, I think you should. Yeah, okay, I'll take one for the team. Well, it isn't for team. I think we're enjoying ourselves. (laughs) It's all for you, mate. Alright, so we'll go into the book now. Actually, unless you want to talk about anything else, just Ryan. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, This time, we were we were actually meant to perform again. Yeah. But unfortunately, we couldn't do that. Yeah. Due to circumstances, um, <laughs> I don't know if the circumstances. Yeah, it's not going public, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't we turn up. That's it. Basically, we weren't able to to perform, but this time, like just as the last time, it was a really good event. The the poets that came, uh, even the open mic uh, people that came as well, all of them were very very good. Uh, I like the platform which Just Rhyme offer, which is essentially that, as well as. You know, there's the headline acts, which are important, obviously, bringing people, but um, is essentially a lot of people can come in yeah. with whatever they have to say and, um, and you know, I mean, get a chance to actually speak. Uh, there's going to, I mean, I'm not too sure, but inshallah, if there's another Just Rhyme event, then if anyone's like a spoken word person or aspiring person, um, and what's aspiring person? Aspiring spoken word. <laughs> yeah, aspiring to be a person. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, whichever one, right? Um, and you want to basically some, some either find is out. Come out. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them flubber. Oh god! And you basically just want to know what it's like um, being in that scene. Then it's a good thing to come to. And I was speaking with one guy that he's a terrible salesman. <laughs> What do you mean, tell him? Tell him, man. Huh? Yeah, bloody hell, mate. Did you really enjoy it? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> How was the hosting? Kind of sticking on me. No, the hosting was good. Yeah. Because you went last time as well, so it was essentially, you know what I mean? It was the same as the last time. It wasn't better? <laughs> which, 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 which so, I'm trying to interview you, so you so you don't waffle. I'm trying to give you some clear cut questions that you can answer. No, th- it was it was better, I would say. Yeah. Because obviously, because the first time it was like the first time, so they were nervous. Mm. But then the second time, it was like they were, they were much more comfortable in in doing in like presenting and hosting. Who's your uh, favorite performer? Stuff like that. Sid. I knew he was gonna say. Andre, Andre. Yeah, I remember he, uh, my brothers came as well yeah. and he, he made them cry. Yesterday? Yeah. Oh, man. That's how good. Yo, that, you know I mean? Which brothers? All the ones are younger. No, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I want the critique. Nah, nah, the old one ain't there. The old yeah. one is the, <laughs> the old one is the guy you have to impress. <laughs> was he that's the guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He sheds a tear, and that's the ultimate performance. <laughs> You'll never be able to, never be able to stop that performance. It's one glistening tear. Imagine doing the Michael Jordan crying face. <laughs> you remember him? Yeah, you imagine him. Yeah. All right. So, in terms yeah, of now, what I was gonna say before you guys interrupted me Oof. was that, um, yeah, because him as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Put him, him under the bus as well. <laughs> 
collateral damage. He's gonna attack the whole because the brand new guy. Fresh meat, man. No, but I was speaking with uh, one guy who who did a very good piece on like Donald Trump and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and we were speaking about it afterwards that like in the spoken word scene that uh, the Muslim scene offers a lot more because he also Thomas uh, Thomas Evans, no Thomas yeah, who does Ghetto Geek, yeah, which is a good spoken word artist as well he came down yeah but um the yeah the guy who did it on trump piece he was talking about how he's been to like non-muslim ones as well mm. and like the ones which offer more um as i say variety yeah like like meaning as well and something that's more impactful mm. is like the muslim community because a yeah. lot of people are obviously talking about how it is being a Muslim so in this personal kind of, yeah, so all of yeah. it is like personal experiences there's some stories in there mm. um, there was one brother that did a, a piece where he was talking sort of promoted um, like talking about uh, like uh, he was talking about a gun but in a way which was like sort of the gun asking the people question like why is it that you're using me and stuff like that and he's also coming out with a, with a book in like November mm. Mm which is talking about like which is like some journals and uh some spoken word and ideas of him when he was in jail so you know i mean so everything's always got a personal touch Mm. to it which is really good about that scene wavy wavy i like that so yeah do you you really yeah i wanted to (laughs) i know that could make it but yeah make sure you keep out keep an eye out for those just ram events i'm sure there'll be more because i'm sure um, everyone involved was uh, is that shot me what was that I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, so trust. Listen, mate. Don't even trust yourself. But yeah, make sure you keep an eye out for those future just ram events. Um, if you're if you're interested in poetry, you might not even be interested in poetry, but if you go there, you'll probably like it. Um, you'll be you'll be surprised. Um, and the, the fact is that most of these people are talking about those real life experiences that are relatable to most people mm-hmm. and um, once you relate you also feel that, that feeling in your chest where yeah, um, that, that, that thing happened and it, it might have been like an injustice or whatever yeah. and you want to fix it and yeah make sure you keep an eye out for those support the artists and don't be stingy <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> so I'm currently <laughs> where's the correlation point I'm joking um, next Thing we're gonna go into is the book itself. So yeah, who wants to give a summary? <laughs> you should do that. And I'm nothing. Why? I'm not gonna tell. Get to show the to show well, those, those people in primary school. Listen, nah. <laughs> <laughs> mate. What I'm saying is, I enjoyed the book in it. <laughs> Fantastic. I enjoyed the book from the beginning <laughs> to end. <laughs> I enjoyed all 86 chapters. <laughs> Yeah, so um, this is a. Do you want to pull out her biography, or am I going to freestyle it? I got the autobiography. All right, I'll ask you So yeah, this book is um, a de- the debut novel for Tommy Adiemi. Uh, is she American or Brit? I think yeah, she's, she's American. American, uh, American author. Yeah. American author. Who? Um, yeah, this is her first novel. I think it's uh, meant to be like a young adult fiction, <clears throat> where it's really like heavy sci-fi stuff. And the idea is the themes behind the book are basically to do um, dealing with like um, 
being proud of who you are and like fighting against oppression essentially mm. um and like all those themes are, are she she puts those themes into the book in a way that's quite creative like in terms of using um things like magic and it's very fan- like a like a fantasy book where that this magic and um, it, the magic is looked down upon, and the the, the the people that are ruling the kingdom are against magic. And um, I, I don't know. I, don't, I think I get the metaphor that she's saying, like the um, magic also relates to how black people are struggling and stuff, and like they're trying to um, destroy them basically. Or like let's say, um, if you give the metaphor of creativity, or black people being more creative than most people because of their struggle and stuff, and um, being oppressed because of that. And yeah, um, I think that metaphor runs pretty deep throughout the book. And yeah. it, she, she's always commenting on, on like um, parts where someone's like, they, they, they should have curly hair, but they straighten it. And they're like, why? Um, there's points where she's like, why are you straightening your hair? Mm. And the other points where they're talking about bleaching skin. Mm. All these different themes that revolve around um, these issues that are, surround African people, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's very creative. Um, if I was going to compare it to some other books, um, Mallory, Mallory Blackman, The Knots and Crosses series, have you ever read that? Yeah. No. Have you? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Really? Whoa, you asked it like five times. <laughs> you can yeah. Read it. <laughs> I read that a while ago. Yeah, yeah I read that a while ago, so I'm, 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 just, uh, I'm just surprised you read it. <laughs> and uh, another, there's another one, she, she wrote it off the knife's edge. Yeah, I think they're all in the same universe, yeah. sort of. But yeah, um, Knots and Crosses, where it's basically the roles are switched between black people and white people, where black people are in power and white people are oppressed. And there's also... It's like it's a great book. Nah, it is. It is a really good series. It's a really good series. And then there's also the themes of um, magic and all these different types of magic, like fire, water, air. It's like, sort of like the Avatar, The Last Airbender. And yeah. yeah. When I was reading, I got a lot of like avatarish kind of feel to it, mm. which isn't a bad thing, no. obviously. Like, well, I mean, what we got from the last podcast that we did about creativity, it's not really bad if it's got sort of similarities. But I'm not, even though I don't, I'm not saying that she got her similarities from it, but the feel that I got from it was that Airbender thing. Yeah, but I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, Airbender yeah. was a really good, yeah, good series. Film trash. Yeah, the film was the absolutely film shocking. Was an abomination <laughs> I love that word abomination oh boy that's, that's a strong I mean, word I've never really enjoyed the formula have you ever been called an abomination before <laughs> <laughs> imagine that oh god like, yeah um, because this is a brand new book it was, it just, I think it was written in the UK a couple of weeks ago even last week yeah. so um, we're, we're going to try and avoid as much spoilers as possible um, contrary to how we normally do <laughs> Yeah, I feel uh, like this is too so fresh to kill it for people. Yeah, no. Yeah, so um, I'll just discuss those themes, and yeah, we'll talk about uh, other things that relate to it. <laughs> he, the laptop was dimming; he just tried to touch it because he thought it was a touch screen. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> Keep the show going. <laughs> so yeah, um, any thoughts on it? How um, going into it? What did you expect? Going into it, uh, I, I thought it was going to be like a book which was like black people being suppressed and then like there was the white oppressor yeah that's how i initially thought that was white master <laughs> always the white guy and then you know the black guys yeah. coming together to band out band together and then take out the white man yeah and and then eventually rule the kingdoms yeah uh, <laughs> i don't know what oh my gosh but yeah um yeah that's why i initially thought it was but then obviously from the get-go you know that it's it's about you know, like it's it's black people that are the kings, and it's the whole kingdom is black people. Yeah, the, like everyone's black, <laughs> which is which is a good thing because obviously now it's like 
um, here's a story like then you just take it for the story because mm. obviously a lot of people are talking about like ah oh, like having Harry Potter black like making Harry Potter black and making them yeah. this black and all of that Basically, like that one really and superheroes as well yeah, yeah like that one that's not really going to change anything is it mm. but have if you if you make characters that are black and mm. then in a world where like the world she didn't know yeah a world built for black people rather than black person Being inside somewhere yeah, else somewhere else because here it's like everyone else is black so the whole world's black which means that there's people that are thriving and mm. have their own civilizations and mm. and stuff like that which which was like yeah this is this is good so then it was like and black people oppressing other black people yeah think about it so like now it's crime. like I'm joking so no, now I'm it's actually it like yeah that was very <laughs> I'm joking keep on going there you go there you taking me yeah this year very very good in terms of like black people in films and books because if you see like the past few years we used to get straight slave films like yeah, 12 years slave. Yeah, 12 like, years slave um, saying, that yeah. was like the majority of like top black films yeah yeah, yeah. what was mm. that Amistad you might see that Amistad you know that proper slave film where they're talking about um, like is that in non- is, is non-fiction uh, where they're taking slaves over through, on the oceans didn't you watch it ever like, I think it's called Amistad. Basically, is is like Roots, the yeah, Roots, Roots well. remake. Roots is similar, yeah. but yeah, it's like one big film where they're, they're talking about like um, they, it's kind of showing the history of like slavery and stuff. Mm. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I watched it a long time ago, so I can't give too much on that. But yeah. Anyways, all right, all right, Back on my point before I was before I was interrupted. <laughs> yeah. What I was saying was um, the fact that there's a lot of. Um, What's going on here? <laughs> then the fact that there was, you know, like she made the world, like I said before, like around, like around the black people, and now it's a story about, now it's a story of people doing like what they need to do, but they also happen to be black rather than them being black always being the they main. revolved around. Yeah, like at the forefront of the story. I think it still is. How? Well. Not physically, uh, not like literally, but metaphorically, uh, when they're talking about um, like what I mentioned earlier about no, I know teaching what I'm and saying, all these other yeah, things. But if you look at it metaphorically, and, uh, but I'm saying for like it's a story. Like for example, if you tell this to like a child, the child isn't going to get it metaphorically. The child's going to be like, oh look, everyone else is black. Who do you think is aimed at? Yeah. Young adults. So it's it's the best it young adult, adult fiction. fiction yeah. You know. I think well, there's some strong themes in there and then they mix it in. That's the thing, it's weird. These films these days, there's a lot of films where, like, have you seen the last... Did you watch the last Transformers with me? Yeah. Yeah, it was on Eat That. The worst film ever. What is when you eat Yeah, I wasted it. But yeah, they, they, they had some adult <laughs> themes in there, even though there was, like, kids as the main characters. Yeah. And it, the age was, like, young, but like, there was a lot of adult themes in it. So I don't know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of confusion in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's sued for who, I think. And there, there were a lot of adult themes here as well. I feel so, like with a lot of authors as well, they tend to write it, yeah. and then later on it's like, oh, this fits into this fits into that, and that fits into this. Mm. Like with uh, when J.K. Rowling was writing her book, she initially wasn't just like, this is just a child book. Yeah. She just wrote her, she wrote her story, and then it was like, okay, it's I can see. Yeah, because yeah. I mean that's why even adults like the book. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I always see a lot of people wearing like the Hogwarts scarf on like yeah. near King's Cross and stuff like that. Trying to smash their a lot of people smashing their heads through, <laughs> smashing their heads at the wall. But, but yeah, you're saying um, if you showed this to a kid. Yeah, like for example, a kid is now like, 
oh look there's this like black world and and, and like where do you know what I mean like the characters are are like everyone's just everyone's black <laughs> everyone's just black <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's like that's like a good thing because um, obviously to us now it's like oh look it's amazing because there's because there's a lot of black people yeah. but it's like later on that's just gonna be like the, the norm Loom. for like a lot of things yeah. and you know you told me that she she like what accepted the movie thing I from so, yeah. Fox yeah yeah but I I mean obviously it's not my decision to make but I would personally think it would have been better in like a cartoon form mm. Like also a like a, like, like a like an avatar, yeah, black like cartoon like film. Sort of like they, she sort of gave away to Fox, and Fox don't really have a good track record. Yeah, yeah this is the I thing. I feel like it was done a bit too quick, quick as well. Fantastic Four. Yeah, this is the thing. Uh, <laughs> Yasin and I are always talking about films and stuff, yeah. and uh, he's he's got he's got a pretty deep, like he knows his stuff in it. Conspiracies and all of that. Yeah, he, he knows his stuff about comics and films. Uh, I was thinking about um, you see how in like there's this new Spider-Man, Miles yeah. Morales. Yeah. They're gonna make a Latino Spider-Man, and uh, the new girl in Iron Man in the comics, uh, yeah. in a black girl is a next Iron Man basically. Okay. And yeah, there's a lot of things going but on these days. The, about here's the thing though: Are they doing that just to? Like I think so. The people, I, I, or they I reckon they are. The story. I reckon I they are. Apparently, like like Miles Morales. People say is more through the story and it's more yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've personally, I've read the those comics and the the female, the sort of Black Iron Man. Yeah. that's been getting a lot of bad reviews. I think yeah. this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> that's I think that's a I think that's inc- inclusion propaganda there. Yeah, that's what, no, that's that, the problem. That, maybe you could argue, but yeah, Miles. Mm-hmm. There's no good story. Yeah, Miles. People saying Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man, he's got a pretty good story. Yeah. They might even make a film by it. Yeah. Yeah, they might play him in the next Marvel a, film. He does have an animated film coming out at the end of this year. Now I'm hearing uh, that they're going to put him into the Marvel yeah, universe as well. Because in I think in Homecoming, yeah, his uncle was there, so he was played by Childish Gambino or Donald Glover. Yeah, his government name. The way he said that, I felt like I shouldn't have known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, am I meant to hear this? <laughs> yeah, apparently they're playing Miles Morales in the Marvel universe as well yeah. in the films. Yeah. Two Spider-Man. Yeah, no, uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna do something with this Spider-Man. For like um, right now, they're on phase three, so phase four after the. Give him the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so after after everything wraps, wraps up, so like the apparently there's a uh, what do you call it Easter egg where um, he's gonna be seen in the universe. Mm. He's there, yeah. and then they're gonna introduce him after. They could do it like that. That's sick. I wanna. But you know what? I know in the Avengers, in the Infinity War, I think um, that's what I'm hearing. How do you guys Infinity feel about the, the the mixed race uh, by racial MJ? By racial MJ? Yeah, because she, she's played by uh, Zendaya. MJ. Yeah. Remember the oh, Mary Jane? Oh, yeah. Man, home, that home was the dumbest home. name joke because um, I think when they when they first announced the film, they were saying, "Yeah, is it the next Spider-Man film?" No, no, no. Do you know for Hong Kong? Yeah. So when they Ooh, I, didn't, I didn't watch that. You didn't watch it? No. No. I always say I haven't so many films. So when they when they initially saw like they were making a film, they were like, yeah, we wrote an entirely different role. Did her name's not MJ. <laughs> the film came out to the end of the film. So, oh, by the way, I'm MJ. I was thinking, uh, okay. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um, that was my that was my point. I don't remember. But um, there are a few things I want to talk about. Yeah. So my expectations. Uh, I didn't. There were a lot of good reviews about this book. There a lot. There's a lot of hype. There was adverts like all over the place, billboards, yeah. tube. I did, like I saw. Um, advertisements in on the, in the underground and stuff, and yeah, um, it was interesting to see. And then I started reading it, and um, 
I was in, in Met My Expectation and it, it was yeah. a pretty solid book and um, it was the first like first time I read something like hardcore fantasy in a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah it's, um, it's really autobiography, Yeah. <laughs> but even like the earlier like sci-fi book we did was uh, The Giver, that was like basically about psychology and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But this one's like proper like proper fantasy and um it was refreshing to read. And yeah, I, I missed reading that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, that's the, I think that's the good thing about this book. The yeah. fact that obviously on apologetically it's, it's, it's not just that. Blind lies well. Oh god. Chill boy. <laughs> No, it's not just that. It's the fact that the story itself is very good. It's mm. yeah. like it's a solid story. Yeah, which means that um, regardless of whether people think that, or because people are just boosting it up now because it's just a black book mm. and like a black overall, but this is genuinely a, a, good, a book. good book. Yeah. Mm. And Even then, as long as my sister gets the money, everyone can eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, Shmaki already delved into it earlier when I was. Um, Asking him about why I just forgot my bike. My mum keeps on black. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, in terms of like character development, like how did you feel about that? You think it was like well balanced out? Yeah, yeah. I feel like with because there were like four main. Yeah, and the way it's written. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So the way that each chapter was written was like in in Game of Thrones, uh, each chapter is in like chapter one and then blah blah blah. It's like uh, John's name, and then everything's after him, like in his point of view. Yeah. So in this book, it was about the main character, which was um, a girl called Zayla. Zayli. 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 Oh God. Completely butchered. You sounded like a substitute teacher right now. And then there was a girl called Amari, and uh, Iman. Yeah. And uh, then. There's Zane. Zane. But Zane, does he have, he doesn't really I don't think he has boss. He doesn't have, like, it's not under, he doesn't get points. I'm sorry for him, he's a sad man. uh, But essentially, (laughs) that Zane guy, he's he's, uh, Zayla's, Zayla's brother. And with her, she comes from, like, this Fisher village where they... How much are you going to give? No, no, just the just I'm the premise joking, of like each thing because I don't want to because I feel like people should read the book. Yeah. So just to talk about her, she comes from like a fisherman type of village, um, where her, she, there's this lady called Mama Agba and she teaches them how to. <laughs> oh God, she teaches them how to basically. <laughs> Say stuff for a laugh. This is the most immature episode we've done so far. <laughs> she teaches them. I don't even know why. She teaches them how to fight, basically. Uh, um, and their their village keeps getting oppressed by the kingsman, and the kingsman doesn't really like um, people that are doing magic. You know what I mean? Saharana, uh, people that have like magical powers, they're not really a fond, fond of them. And it, then it goes to like a girl called um, Amari. Amari, who is a princess from the king's uh, family, of course. Um, and she essentially doesn't like the way her father's a tyrant, like killing all these people. So she, um, no. so she like doesn't like what her father's doing. And then there's Inan, which is the king's son, who is to become the king. And yeah. he's like he's with his pops, like he doesn't like 
the fact that magic is ruining everything mm. um, and he's essentially trying to kill magic so you've got these three guys one who the girl is like proper immersed in it because like her family are mm -hmm. Zayla and you've got Amari who doesn't really like what her yes. pops is doing and then you've got Inan who essentially likes what his pops is doing and that's what that's how like the movie sort and the movie the book sort of kicks oh off all sorts of spoilers <laughs> but not really spoilers is it <laughs> I just but, uh, what they yeah are. back to the um, my point that I was I was forgetting I was wondering uh, you touched on like the potential as a film or a series and yeah when I started reading I was like instantly I was like yeah this could easily be uh, a, a series or something because if you make it into a film mm -hmm. like already now it's meant, it's meant to be a trilogy apparently yeah. uh, this is book one um and you can see how deep it is and like if they want to do it justice I think it's going to have to be made into a series and like most films you see yeah. it just doesn't doesn't do it justice you know um, so yeah. I, um, the other day people were comparing Game of Thrones to Black Panther what? and I was like what kind of comparison is this like, isn't yeah, it, it no. doesn't make any sense 100% no, a dumb person wrote that up yeah. yeah of course it's actually funny that because with um, one of the most successful books like Game of Thrones and Harry Potter both of them, like, they took their time in picking where, what format yeah. Yeah. that they wanted it. Yeah, and I think those with are like, yeah, with like like so well balanced out in terms of... Yeah, with J.K. Rowling, she didn't just want to give it to some Americans because she even said that a lot of American um, promoters and, like, uh, production houses, they were saying to make it look like some high school thing mm. and having, like, kids with, like, their American accent... <laughs> And like, uh, yeah, like with the American accent. Exactly, everyone comes in dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start bopping on the lunch tables in the seat. You see the, the, the fights they have with the ones, they just dance offs. <laughs> yeah, so like, so she was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want it that way. I want it like as British as it. Yeah. So she like chose her um, directors, her own like. Yeah people to run the, the, the thing done it properly and, yeah and the guy who done game George R. R. Martin yeah. basically they asked him um, a lot of people offered him a lot of money to do a movie mm. but he was like how would that explain everything because yeah. it's like would you show one scene so they were offering him to basically to to follow the whole story of Daenerys yeah. and make everything revolve around her yeah. and he was like that's not how he wants to do it so then he essentially done it in a TV um, format mm. so I feel like I feel like with with this one um, that I mean like I said before I'm not anyone to say what she should have done or what she should do yeah. but uh, I feel like obviously because there's a lot of money um, that's involved with filmmaking the filmmaking and stuff like that so I, I mean I feel like the film can make or break a lot of things uh, so Mm, I personally feel like she a bad taste on the book itself. Yeah, so I feel like she should she should have done um, a TV series. Mm. Yeah, even if it was like um, a cartoon one, then I would like sort of bring a lot more kids, and they would write stories about that culture. Yeah, because if a lot of people write about African culture and like things around that world, then obviously the characters are going to be black, unless they're white. They can be that. That'd be that'd be funny, but. Most cases, it would be black people. So yeah, I think uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the book. Um, but in terms of like how 
the, the the layout of the book and um, how it went, I think the character development was very good. It was very well balanced. Like, you know, all the logical questions that you ask as you're reading the book, yeah. you're like, oh, that doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense. Um, the, the, the book answered a lot of those, and, and there aren't a lot of points where you, you feel confused by it. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. But yeah, the way it works, is, uh, the way the, 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 the book went, the story went was that um, some of these young people, they went, uh, they, they had a, some kind of. Um, issue with a kingdom whatever and you know how it is all these fantasy tales they go on an adventure basically (laughs) they go on an adventure and then they don't know where to start and then somehow they find where they're good and then they go to the next place yeah and then they explore and yeah it's weird how it's always there's always that formula and you think it's a dead formula like in terms of how an adventure goes I feel like what do you mean? Dead form I think it's like I think it's goes. I think it's predictable, because uh, from the get go you can see who's gonna win. Then you think, like good or bad, and that's why I think some like things like Game of Thrones, mm. where there's real circum- there's real consequences if something um, if someone put, takes a risk or something, mm. um, then it, I think people enjoy it more. But a lot of these other um, books, and I'd say including this one, I think it's a predictable way of going. Yeah, in terms of how like, the story goes because with this one it's a fantasy so a lot yeah. of people like want that to happen mm. it's like sort of Lord of the Rings yeah. in the sense you know that Frodo and Sam are gonna they're going somewhere for, to, for a single purpose for, for, for a purpose yeah but what that does is that that opens the door to the world yeah. <clears throat> so like you saw you need that to, to build the world mm. like with this one where they go travelling to so many different places where that sort of like brings you into the world and you see you. like yeah you see like what's happening like different civilizations mm. are doing different things mm. and that builds the world of life that's why there's a lot of um like for example when it comes to like game of thrones which i've used a lot of examples but there's like so many people out there that like know so much about the world yeah because of the way that he um every character sort of travels about yeah and each place that they go to he speaks about that place and mm. it becomes it, it becomes more than just like people that are trapped in that it becomes more like the people are, are the, the foreground yeah. and like just thrown into this world yeah. rather than like <clears throat> this world and has these people in it and a lot more people a lot of people like um, a world where the world is there yeah. and then there's some characters in it and then it's how they grow in that world mm. rather than everything on these characters and then they just happen to be going to different places and stuff like that mm. so that's what she does in the book and she I does that she, really well yeah I think in terms of world building and making you feel like you're in that place like even the combat like area, um, parts of the book when she's talking about how they're fighting yeah. I think it's very well detailed and like you can actually feel like you're, you can imagine it yeah. how it would go how like all the facial expressions, the, the fighting, and all, the swords, and all that. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I like that kind of stuff, and it makes you um, enjoy the book a bit more, I think, because then you're like you're in that world and you're out of this world. She's <laughs> 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 uh, uh, that sounds. That's what the that's what the the, the magical book is like. Reading books is you know yeah. uh, you get a bit of time away. Yeah, and it's like escaping. when the world yeah when the world is built that well. Um, then yeah, you get that feeling, and yeah, I definitely got that feeling in this book. And the character development was good. Yeah. The way the world was built was good. So yeah, I, I read it. Um, so I definitely recommend it on that in that regards. And, and in terms of like metaphors and the way she wrote, and like the intri- like the, how intricate it was, 
um, I think yeah, uh, she done it like very well. I put it like highly up there. It's like masterful writing. Yeah. Even uh, Kobe Bryant, yeah. like the the thing. And Kobe Bryant, yeah, he, he shouted out a book yeah. and said he read it. Oh my God, man. Imagine, <laughs> imagine Kobe Bryant read your book. Huh? Oh, well, black like man, top baller, man. Top <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching. I'll be watching Kobe Bryant highlights for the next few nights. <laughs> I'll write my next book on him. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, but now this is like give him a shot on the first page. <laughs> Acknowledgements. It's could be Brent, right? <laughs> the black man. Well, the after book. you wrote the yeah. book. Make a character call. <laughs> in the film, he appears as well, like Stan Lee. <laughs> he just dunks on someone out of nowhere. Yeah, too many cameos, man. Yeah, Stan Lee and his cameos. Oh, boy. I don't know how they're going to fit him into, a, into uh, Black Panther. And they've they done it. Yeah, obviously. Casino, <laughs> like, man. Nah, but this book was like... This I feel like they created the whole casino scene just for him. <laughs> In Black Panther. The Hulk, yeah? I feel like they, they created the whole casino thing just oh, for Stan Lee. Just for him to pick up the things that just run. So what are you saying? No, as I was saying, I was rudely interrupted for the fourth time. <laughs> um, Sorry, like some teacher fan. <laughs> Silence, kids. Listen, you're a kid, not the teacher. Oh my oh, word, God. you're a butcher, my name like that. Listen, yeah, I'm putting you back in your face. Shamaki's have souls. Jake can continue. So, what's it called? Was what I was saying, if I was really interrupted for the fifth time. That the way, like, I personally would recommend this book for, for everyone. And obviously, there's the connotation, which is like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's a black black power and like yeah. black book and stuff like that and Wakanda forever um, that it's actually genuinely a good book yeah. like it can hold its weight against many of the top books out there Yeah. and I don't know well I mean I don't know because I haven't really researched but there are, I don't think that this year um, like it's 2018 it's early, but <laughs> I'm not saying the best <laughs> book in the year I'm not saying the best book in the year of the year but I'm saying so far yeah mm. the world is number one selling mm. but yeah um, you read all the books for this year <laughs> 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 um, another thing is another thing is um, it, one of the characters, one of the main characters, he's basically, he's basically got questionable morals and ethics because the way he's raised, and um, one of the, like you can see it from his point of view. For example, in like game, for instance, you see things um, you don't really see them from a like, uh, you don't really see them from a villain's point of view. You know, most of the time it's someone that they they're trying to they're trying to justify what they're doing. Yeah. Like, even like Black Panther, for example, like Killmonger, they're trying to justify what he's doing and make him relatable. Yeah, I was a hero, man. Um, but yeah, but, but you can still see everything that they've done wrong, and, and like the character development isn't too like isn't too steep. You know, it's like it's, it's like stable throughout. Like Joffrey, he's yeah. a, he's an asshole the whole time. <laughs> like, uh, Killmonger, you can see like he's a, he's a psycho the whole time from from, from the get go. And then um, in this one, you're, you're you're getting the point of view from someone raised in the royal family, so Inan the prince, and you're getting like his point of view. Um, from th- him thinking that like, magic is evil and the way like, his character develops yeah. is very interesting and you see like why he thinks that way yeah. because of like what his father's been teaching him and all of these things how magic was the reason why a lot of people 
lot of his family members have died. Yeah. So it's like it's not just random guy who's just inherently evil. Mm. There's a reason why he thinks what he thinks. Mm. So yeah, I was just like I was just thinking about that. I was like, I think it's a very interesting way of writing, and there's not a lot of books or film that do that. And like one that I can um, compare it to is Kylo Ren in the new Star Wars film. So he's got his yeah, he's got his his balance between the, the light and the dark side of the force oh my god it sounds so cringy when you say it out loud doesn't wow. it yeah. like, <laughs> we just said it right now like, <laughs> it sounds, it sounds disgusting when you say it out loud it's why I understand you never see it's why now I understand why you don't see any of these Star Wars guys yeah, out there <laughs> they're just in their closets oh god yeah. 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 say the light and the dark they said the dark side <laughs> of the force <laughs> yeah, it really owned cult. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it relates to yeah, like Kylo Ren. You see that side of him where he's he, he's like kind of inherent. Like he's not inherently evil, but um, the way he's raised and the way he got trained yeah. is, is is like he's balancing what he, he thinks is right and what 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 he's doing, which is wrong. Um, this uh, main character of this book also one of the main characters of this book also has that kind of thing, and I like to see that. And um, I think it has a different dynamic to every story. Yeah, it does. Um, one thing I didn't like in the book was, um, I think, the forced romance. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think a lot of young adult fiction have that that oh, romance. Like everyone, everyone like falls in love. Yeah, everyone falls in love. Oh, in love man. Yeah. Kids like. Uh, what do you believe in? Huh? You don't believe in love. Love. Huh? What do you say? You don't believe in love. No, don't. Why is that? Okay. Love is a social construct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Okay. okay. Nothing to say. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, you know, you gave me. Well, yeah. Um, so you don't believe in love. I sound broken, but nah, I don't. Yeah, so when you get married, hurt. what do you think? Who are you? Huh? Who no, I don't. No one hurt you. Hand in there, bro, my heart. A strong cup. So you know, I'm playing, I'm playing. I don't like. You don't like what? Force, like you're saying. He doesn't like force. Force love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in books, you're yeah, saying in, in general. Because we said I believe in love, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he took us on a roller coaster there. <laughs> Too many emotions, man. Oh, God. He took us on a roller coaster there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> Was I gonna smile or cry? I don't know. But yeah, um, I like that aspect of it. But yeah, I didn't like the aspect of it. Um, I think in a lot of young adult fiction, there's this thing where everyone's got to fall in love and live happily ever after. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I, uh, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. My question is, why, why are like all of these like black books and black movies and that like, coming out now? What do you mean? Why are they coming out now? Like, like, why is it so prevalent now? Yeah, yeah. Because I think... Um, I was, uh, obviously, Blade came out time ago. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for Blade because Blade was a good film. I didn't really... Uh, Blade, yeah. good, yeah. Good again. Blade was a good character. You don't want to see him again? No, no, we never want to see him again. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think if he came out now, his film yeah. would bang. How does he know? That's old enough. Nah, you can still do it, man. Huh? Black don't crack, man. <laughs> his body don't work like he used to. Uh, it's a bit like CGI and that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do stunts with him. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine. You turn around, he's a sideshow of me. <laughs> well, how much you lift? Uh, oh, uh, on a good day, doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, but yeah, what? That's that's the one question which I want to talk about. Yes, oh, talk about. Yes, wait, what's the question? Which is how come is this prevalent now? <laughs> well, how come it's prevalent now? Do you want to save you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. 
I feel like now to see like with Black Panther, yeah, like a really. Do you know the woman that directed um, Wrinkle? Was it Wrinkle Time? Yeah. She was meant to direct Black Panther, but she turned it down. And then they offered it to Ryan Coogler, so the guy who's directed Black Panther. Yeah. So I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't look at it like okay, like 2018, there are a lot of black films coming up. I'll just say. Just, you know what I mean? It's one of them that's just yeah, happened. It's it? coincidence. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I don't think like I don't think it's a pattern because they they are talented. I think that can be argued. Ah, okay, go on. The baby. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue. No, where's the delay, man? Where's the where's the this? You're just saying some stuff. Nah, I, I always have these discussions after like um one of my one of our sure, biggest do you, fans. Do you, hmm? do you, I, don't, I don't think it's based on sort of like. Keep I don't think it's based on sort of like time frame. So 2018 is. A, I don't think it's a trend. And plus, we're, we're very early into the year, so it could change. So do you think time. like it just happened as a coincidence yeah. that this movie oh, yeah. came out? This came. Nah, out, nah, nah. These things came out. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Um, nah. I, I think that's. I don't think that's a. I think it's not a coincidence, but the way it's been hyped. No, I think it is a coincidence, but the way it's been hyped up and everyone are uh, everyone's aware of it okay. is not a coincidence. Yeah. Um, because nowadays you have all these um, liberal movements. Everyone's everyone has their rights. Um, you have like uh, the LGBT and all those people, um, all those people, you know, all those extra letters. Yeah, <laughs> you have all those. Yeah, you have all those um, all trying to gain their rights. But of course, they also like yeah, um, all these things where like black people get shut down and all these things where it's kind of. Um, Uniting people in the same way, you know. Mm. So people see all these things and they united by it. And then when they um, see these things, where like yes, now we go into the Oscars, yeah. um, we're getting big films made, which are getting uh, like uh, which are generating a lot of money. is a time for celebration and, and awareness, basically. Mm. And I think because of that, like people are hyper aware. And social media is like it's like peak right now. Everyone's using it. Like, yeah. Everyone's using it. So mm. everyone knows about it. So that I think that all plays a part in it. And another thing is, um, I was one of our one of our biggest fans. <laughs> I'm, gonna shout, I'm gonna shout him out. My, my, I have two cousins in it. Um, one's Tariq and uh, the other's Mohammed in it. <laughs> one of my two cousins. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really shout people out like that, do I? Yeah, well, and I, I always names as well. It's gonna be one of the biggest shout episodes ever. Yeah, but I always. Uh, <laughs> I, after we after we listen after they listen to the podcast, they always t- um, talk to me about their ideas behind things and stuff. Yeah. And one time, um, my, my one of my cousins was saying about how um, creative art and things like that. They're usually in terms of like when you're building some kind of society or community or whatever. They're usually further down um, the line after people have settled in. Like let's say when people migrate from a country to another country, they're not going to focus on like creative arts right away. Or no, first they're going to sure. build all the infrastructures and they're going to settle down first. And then um, when they get comfortable, they can start. They start having time to to relax and um, yeah. like everyone's got a job. And then in their free time, what do they do? They start doing creative stuff. Yeah. So he's like, now that the migrants. Like most African migrants and stuff have settled down in this country, they they start uh, in this country, but yeah, everywhere they start settling down and um, they they start getting on a more even pegging in terms of um, working class people and uh, the gap isn't too different, you know. Mm, yeah. So most people in these like um, first world countries are living okay and like not in poverty. So now that like they're, they're stable and they're at the, the gap between them and um, people that are already living here, like the low class here. Um, like balances up then they can start focusing on creative stuff and it starts getting encouraged yeah. and the younger generation take over a bit more I think that's all coming together at one time which is like this era where you, the era of creatives in my opinion mm. so yeah I think that all plays a part into it yeah so let me go into the next point I had about the book um, anything you didn't like? 
No, I don't know. There's nothing really significant. Apart from the rumor yeah. stuff. Obviously, it's just a bit, but like that's expected from. Yeah, it is, but I don't like it. <laughs> I just say, I just say, what do you honestly think? <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, it's just I don't know because I feel like it's expected that I didn't. I just glossed over. I didn't yeah. really feel like I, that, that was. No, like, anything oh, else? I, I mean, anything else? Would you guys read it again? Yeah, I would. I would if the next book takes a long time to come out. Okay, I feel like for me it was a very very nice read. And yeah, I enjoyed the character. The story was good. I don't really have any any big criticisms. Yeah, no, I don't have any big criticisms either. But um, I had one point that uh, I, I, it made me think. Um, there was one time when um, one of the main characters she uh, she basically goes into a city and then um, the guards of the city they're basically donuts. <laughs> they're basically idiots, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing. Through and any any single yeah, genre you see, guards are idiots. They're not they're like the yeah. You Nigerian well. guardsmen. Yeah, they're, they're absolute idiots. Yeah, and then I was thinking. You never see a smart guard that they develop his character. So it's like I want to see a story that develops a guard's character from a guard to like a big figure. In it. Uh, yeah. Every guard can't be doing the job purely that's because he's a donut. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Guard, my guard. <laughs> Every listen here. In, yeah. in this current climate, yeah, yeah. Job, jobs are scarce, isn't it? Oh God. No, no, no. You see how people get a what do they call that badge? The, the security badge? SIA badge. SIA badge, yeah. People are getting that to get money on it, not because they're idiots, yeah. yeah? And they're, they're going and they're doing their job, yeah? So why can't there be someone like in that in that fantasy world as well who's like, yo, I, I, I'm getting my SIA badge to, so I can cover my co- tuition fees and that. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm, I'm exaggerating that, but uh, imagine a guard who had like a poor education for different reasons, mm-hmm. and then he had to do guard work for the money, but he's actually intelligent. And then they, they develop in, into the story and then they f- like, like, like they make they make him a main character and they show that kind of character yeah. development. But that's the thing; he would have to, he would have to be a main character. Yeah, but so they never do. Yeah, because I that's think it will like, be interesting. Because here's and, the thing, and it will be another personality. Because you don't. Because mm. here's the thing: yeah, when you see these these stories, yeah, they usually have some like some bum dweller and like some royalty, and they're interacting. Well, they seem to be at the same level in terms of like personality and the way they speak. It's like exactly the same. Mm. There's no variety. Like these characters, if you like took away their names from the dialogue, do you think you would notice the difference? Not really. I think they all have the same wit, they're all the same personality, you get me? Yeah. So like if you have these different like classes, they yeah. wouldn't really speak the same, would they? So I think it is a bit of a paradox because the author can't make it so like all these like yes. they're proper contrasting. So, so here's the like, here's like do you the ever thing. go into a room you're you're surrounded by a bunch of um, like white people or people that they don't speak your language and then suddenly you, know, you think you just click with them? <laughs> <laughs> you don't relate, do you? It depends if there's that one course. Cool by the way, this is not uh, just, like, attack at the book. This is just what I think. Like I want to see it. No, but just to answer answer your point, yeah. right about the whole guard thing. Yeah. Then you kind of sort of answer to yourself. The guard would have to be part of the story, like a major part yeah. of the story. Because I'm, like here's that's the thing. Weird. That's what I want to see. If you're, if you, yeah, but the thing is, if you're writing like a, a book which has got guards and all these medieval people, you're gonna put what every medieval people. Who said? That? <laughs> I said SIA bird fan. No, no. What I'm saying is because you talk about like guards and stuff like that. What I'm saying is in like every book, right? Regardless if it's medieval times or whatnot, if there's guards in the book, there's mm. gonna be more than one guard. Yeah. You can't put every oh. guard like that has his own little nah, backstory. Saying, well, you never see this trend breaking. No, I, I have in, in a TV show. What? In a way, in a sense. Do you, if you guys seen Jessica Jones? I've watched it. Do you know, bit. Do you I watched know the first episode, then I was like, nah. Okay, the, the, <laughs> obviously the show is full enough now, isn't it? There's a police I guy. I season two is good, you know. 
I'm watching, but yeah, I was saying was um so if the towards the end of the season or like during the middle of the season you meet a sort of like a police officer character and and he just looks like a regular Joe, mm. they they found a way to try and develop him and they've given him more screen screen time. So he had like a whole episode that was dedicated to him, mm. and then apparently it's sort of um his big character in the comics and the way they did it too is terrible. So I don't think always in that sense it might work. But I'm not saying always. It was dragging. It was dragging the whole like story. Like it was a whole mm. subplot that thing. didn't need to be there. That's a series, though. You don't want it to. You don't like. Fill, don't no one likes fillers in series. Yeah, though. but I don't feel like it could. It could work in a sense. All right then. Don't worry. We'll see. Where's the proof us wrong? Nah, but I just want to see more variety in terms of character personality. Mm. If that makes more sense. Okay, yeah, that's. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just made it, it just caught my eye that I saw these girls and they're all just idiots that that just want to like they just want to touch on girls and yeah. they want to um, tax you. Most times, like the guards are the dopey guy, the dopiest yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I want to see some guard that's actually smart, that's like he's doing it for different reasons. Mm. Like maybe he's even got his own backstory where he's he's got he's trying to he's after something. No business self on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ACN, ACN. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing ACN for God's sake. Episode sponsored by Marking. Okay, yeah. Um, overall thoughts on the book? As in, overall thoughts on the book? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a race. I, I don't know. I was I was waiting for like rating type yeah. of thing. Because oh, overall mm. thing, because I can just say yeah, it was a very good read. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't saying that the whole time. Books like that. Like in terms of like that's what I said. Oh, yeah. to him I as well. Like he, he likes to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll rate it. Rate the book then. Oh, rate it. Eight out of ten, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. I knew it. See, Wait, what did he say? He said eight out of ten. Half ten. Eight, eight out of ten. Mm. See, how did I know? There's no <laughs> book. I feel like that would be standard ten. number. <laughs> no, it's not. That's nah, a nah, safe nah, number. Actually, that's a safe number. Actually, no, I'm gonna go nine out of ten. Oh, 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 what gave you the extra bump up? Huh? What gave you the bump up? The fact that I couldn't really find any major faults with it. So why is it not a 10? Because <laughs> nothing can be a 10, ever. Huh? Nothing can be a 10. Ever. Lord of the Rings? No. Lord of the nah, Rings? I ah, had so many things about Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Lord of the Rings is a 9. Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones is a 9 no, as well. Game of Thrones is a 10. We're never getting the next one. Listen to me. There's no such thing as perfect, yeah. There's no but there's thing. something called objectively perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you see something and then you compare it to other things, you're just like, yo, this is the top of the top. Yeah. So Game of Thrones for me is the top of the top. Well, yeah. Say this is a very good book, so therefore ten out of ten. This is not as good, so therefore nine out of ten. You know, this is a trash book, so therefore you're not getting a rating. Nothing gets ten for me. I take I take my rating seriously. That's why I said don't be stingy earlier. But okay, let's look at this guy being stingy. How about you? Yeah, it was a very very solid read. I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I'll give it. 8.5. If we're doing ratings, 8.5. Yeah. yeah. Why an 8.5? <laughs> why? Uh, why? Why the 0.5? Why the 0.5? Nah, I just thought like spice up the. You know what I mean? Uh, you're trying to be, you're trying to be versatile, yeah. Maybe yeah. a personality. I didn't want to say 8.6. You'd be like, why 8.6? I said 8.5. Yeah, of course. No, I said 8.5. I asked this man all the time he got up. He said 10.32. <laughs> <laughs> He only came in with his quarterly facts. <laughs> the business, yeah, the business yeah, and that. Like, no, I'm, I'm liking trouble, it. You're not in trouble parking the car, man. Yeah. yeah. The R8? Yeah, yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, what yeah. happened? Huh? Fucking, fucking inspectors yeah. causing problems. They've caused too many issues, man. Yeah? Yeah, man. I think it's dark work. That's no bill, man. You don't mean yeah. no, no fighting this time? Nah, no fighting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't really have an R8. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're going to be looking for sponsors as well in the near future. If anyone has a small business or anything that you want to promote in our podcast, yeah, just message us and we'll talk about it. As for the giveaway, we also have our email address. I think it's inspire, E-I-N-S-P-Y-R-E dot E-N-T mm. at gmail.com. I repeat, that's awesome. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. And then all our social medias are at inspire, I-N-S-P-Y-R-E underscore ent. So inspire ent with the underscore in, in between. So yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you thought. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No? Oh, you guys covered it. It was a good episode. Um, yeah. Um, also, thank you very much for Abdul Elmi for booking us a room um, to record the podcast. Make sure that it allows us to, to be a bit more flexible with who guests we bring in and stuff. And yeah, he, he booked us a room in, in his uni. And yeah, we're, we're there recording now. I hope we don't get kicked out. <laughs> Keep doing the good work, mate. He's the, he's the president of the UCL, somebody to say. So yeah, he's, bits, a, he's, he's a handsome lad. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I like the kind of, I like the the way that he's 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 active and yeah, um, more people need to need to follow his lead. I'd say, mm-hmm. including myself. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Have a great week. Free at last. Free at last.